welcome to the Save with Sex podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan L., pleasure scholar and creative mother of the Muses Lab. Together, we journey through sex, pleasure, and the erotic as it relates to our relationships, spirit, self, and our overall human experience. I'm elated to be your guide on this adventure. So grab your tools of pleasure, ground, and let's go. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Save with Sex podcast. You know who it is. It's me, Siobhan L. You know, I don't know if this is going to be a short one or long one, so I'm not going to worry about time. But I know that we are still in the season of people uh, doing their planning for the year, vision boards, um, all those things, right? the actualization manifestation work people tend to do once per year which i'm learning doing it once per year is not helpful to you um because when you do it once per year you um kind of i don't want to say bind yourself but you just kind of like stick to that one overall vision and it doesn't give yourself movement, right? So I believe if you're going to do like vision board or set intentions and all those things that um, it should happen every 90 days because life be life in. <laughs> things happen. And what we thought uh, our vision would be may have a few twist turns or it may be something that you're not even into anymore and the visions should adjust to your growth right so um once per quarter uh every three to six months once per quarter three to six months you should have uh, a vision or plan of what that looks like right so if you are this is for this is for the folks who are taking a spiritual connotation to envisioning what their year their life is going to be like right and your your state of planning when it comes to actualization slash manifestation right it starts with your intention, of course, what's in your heart, what's in your mind, your energy, because the divine and the universe and all the things, all the heavenly things are going to interact with that energy first. So if your auric field is off, which is why the spirituals tell you to cleanse. If your auric field is off, if your head is on a bobble instead of a swivel, <laughs> your head is a little chaotic or if your heart and your tongue are not in alignment so what you feel in your heart is not what you speak out loud things are going to be either in limbo or they're not going to move they're either going to be limbo and limbo they're not going to move or it's going to follow where your heart is or whatever type of action that you are showcasing to into the atmosphere it's going to follow the wider frequency right so it starts with your mind being in alignment your intention your mind's eye all of those things being in alignment it starts there right 
The secondary key, which I think is even the most important aspect of doing this work, utilizing the um, act and art of actualization and manifestation, creating your reality through what you envisage your mind's eye, being in that um, it's a state of delusion, but not delusional where you act like <laughs> you don't see what you're seeing. <laughs> the delusion of you seeing what you're seeing and it seems grand, it seems lofty, but you believe that you could do it anyway, that. Um, it starts with your language. Like if you speak adversely on the things you are trying to accomplish, even if you downplay it because somebody told you that you needed to be humble and that you didn't need to be boastful, like even that throws off the frequency that you are trying to create and put out into the atmosphere, right? So when you minimize what you want to do and you... You know you want to, for instance, I'm just making this up. You want to have a storefront beauty salon. And you go, oh, you know, I want my own shop, but I'll be cool with a suite. Mm-mm. Now you just fucked yourself up. <laughs> nope, don't do that. If you want a brick and mortar shop that is a full service salon spa, then that is what you want. You saying, but I'll take A is settling, right? You want a full salon shop. You want a brick and mortar full salon shop, but you'll settle for a suite. Oh, but if I get a suite, I'm okay. No, you're not. Mm -mm. I want us collectively to stop lying to ourselves and telling ourselves that we're okay for a minimized version of what our vision is. No, we're not. I, I want to say it's gaslighting that the, the therapist, any therapist or a, a licensed psychologist who's listening to this may say this is not, it's not gaslighting is another term for it, but it feels like, I'm telling you what it feels like. It feels like to me, you gaslight yourself when you act as if the reality you see in your mind's eye does not or cannot exist for you. You didn't see that. Yes, you did. <laughs> you saw it. It was given to you, whether it was in a dream, whether you were daydreaming and the vision hit you, like whatever it was, you saw it, you felt it. It it happened, right? So let's not uh, distort our intuitive nature and call it practicality, right? So the language infused with our behavior and our interpretation and our perspective of, of our behavior is what influences what actualizes in real time. Going back to that example, when you minimize your vision, you then communicate to the universe that the big lofty dreams, the outlandish, outlandish and extraordinary dreams that have been given to you are too much. I can't handle that. 
I mean, it's cool. I want it, but I'm comfortable with this smaller version of the vision. And if you continue to reverberate that energy back out into the atmosphere and your metaphysical communications with the divine, the heavenlies, the divine squad and the universe, if you continue that, that style of communication to the heavenly bodies, that is what they're going to give you. A minimized version of your, your big, grandiose, extraordinary vision and dream. But then you can't get mad when you see your peers, speaking to myself as I'm speaking to you, you can't get mad when your peers have the grandiose, extraordinary, outlandish, out-of-the-wall, out-of-this-park ideas that you also saw, but they didn't minimize and they went after it. They went and, they went and go got that blessing. Because they knew it was their time. And you just minimized. Because you thought that was where you are. You thought that was enough. In episode three of the season. I talk about understanding desire. Because I was prompted <laughs> and I went down this whole ass rabbit hole on desire and how that looks for me, how that works for me, my relationship with desire. And I realized that unintentionally, I believe, I don't think for some people, some, some, there's some people in my life that prompted me to minimize my vision and my dream because they wanted me to stay grounded and level to where they are because God forbid I surpassed them. Like what then, right? So I do believe that there were some people in my life that saw my vulnerability and saw me not wanting to act like I was better than or bigger than someone, took advantage of that and convinced me to minimize myself, minimize my vision and minimize my dreams, right? They were comfortable with that because they didn't have the capacity to think big. So, you know, some people don't like that and they convince you to stay where they are, right? That's, that's one group. But I also feel like a lot of my elders and, um, aunts maybe, parentals maybe infused what they thought was practicality in my big lofty altruistic goals dreams and vision because they wanted me to be realistic about what the world would allow me to do and I feel like that's their way of extending their care because they want me to avoid disappointment. And I get it, right? No family member or parent wants their child to experience disappointment. That's something that you want them to avoid. But disappointment is a part of life. Sometimes we experience disappointment. 
And when we do experience disappointment, that's an opportunity for us to learn what got us there. So we can either avoid or know how to pivot when that scenario returns itself because that happens. Same shit, different toilet, right? Those things happen. So I believe my my close family and some friends wanted me to avoid disappointment. So they unintentionally minimized my dreams, my vision, and my goals in lieu of practicality and reality to steer me clear from that experience. So you have the two sides of the spectrum, totally extreme, right? And I had to find myself in the neutral or in the gray because minimizing out of fear of disappointment kept me stuck. And then minimizing because I didn't want to be too great or make other people think that I was bigger or better than them also kept me stuck. And if you don't recognize that these certain patterns exist within you, you're going to be doing all of this work, spiritual, magical, emotional, mental work. You're going to do all these work, all this work, and wonder why the results aren't hitting. They're not hitting because that root that's still attached to you, you keep repotting yourself and you keep without moving or cutting the weed. And the weed is the limiting beliefs that people have impressed and imparted on you and has encouraged you and helped you and aided you in some ways to embed that into your psyche. So it's as if you unravel yourself before you even start. That's why your your manifestations and all them things, that's not that's why it's not working. Language infused with intention and mindset. Language and mindset, really. That's the hack. Your language and your mindset has to be aligned because if your language and your mindset are misaligned, it's not gonna happen. You're only gonna get a fraction of what you envision envisage. Envision, vision in your mind. You're only going to get a portion of what you see. If you've convinced yourself that you're comfortable with the portion, cool, live your life. But if you know you are not comfortable with the portion and you want the whole meal, four courses, five courses, plus drinks, if you know that's what you want, Ask yourself, why do you minimize it in the name of humbleness? And once you start down that journey, ask yourself, where has humbleness gotten you? You about to be aggravated when you do it. But don't beat yourself up. Show yourself grace because we're human. Right? We're human and we get caught up in other people's fears, projected fears. And if we don't know energy management 101, 
if we don't know how to decipher between what people are projecting and what's really ours, that enmeshment happens and it could set us back a couple paces, particularly if we're trying to do the work. So it's very important to really understand your personal mindset, the language in a lexicon that is specific and unique to you when it comes to things like creating your own reality, because it sounds cool. You see all these people on these apps, social media, TikTok, Instagram, blah, 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 name one, right? And you hear them, you see the videos, you see the reels, and they're giving you tips and tricks, right? But they're, they think, Ah, I wish I could remember this chef's name who said this. This it it's embedded in my psyche now. I can't I can't unlearn that, which is great. I'm glad that I can't unlearn it because I I don't want to unlearn it. The chef's name cuz now now I'm hyper focused now. Now I have to I have to tell you. I have to tell you who said this. Before I say it, I have to tell you who said it. The chef's name I can find it. I'm going to look. Y'all going to be aggravated with me for a quick second, but I'm going to look and I'm going to find who this beautiful man is, who is a chef, black man that is a chef. Bo Corley. Yes, I found it. Bo Corley on Instagram. I don't know if he realized he was given a life lesson, but he did. In this one reel that he did, creating a, a Dijon mustard vinaigrette. And he gave some educational background before he did the vinaigrette. He said he believed recipes are twofold, right? There's an actual recipe. And those are the ingredients that you follow because it's a system, right? And... He used baking as an example, right? Baking is it, it's hard to veer off from the recipe because baking is like science, right? Each of the different ingredients, the measurements have to be precise because it leads to an outcome, right? So he said there's a recipe and then there's like a blueprint recipe. Blueprint recipe, basic ingredients that you build off of, right? Damn, that was like the biggest, that that was a huge ass life lesson. There are a lot of social media gurus, spiritual gurus, life coaching gurus who think that they are giving you a recipe. And that's how they have y'all fucked up in the game because they think that they are giving y'all a recipe and that at you as the individual, as the human being need to follow this recipe to the T. And the reason why it's not working for y'all is because that is their recipe. And it's supposed to give you a recipe. It's supposed to give you a blueprint. Because you need to customize things like actualization, manifestation, uh, sex magic. You have to customize that to yourself, right? There are people talking about sex magic all the time. And there are a lot of vulva owners who have challenges orgasming. So how can I participate in sex magic and manifest my life through orgasm if I have challenges with having one, if I'm ace, like I'm a vulva owner. I like sex, but I'm ace. So if I'm ace, how can I participate in that? When I say ace, I'm talking about asexual. 
How's that work for me? That's not a recipe. I can't follow that to the T. Manifestation and actualization is not a recipe. It's a blueprint. I, me, or any other person who participates in that type of work, we can only give you a blueprint. And you have to customize this. It's a template. Blueprint, template, same thing. It's a template that I can give you. There's certain foundational elements that you need, components that you need in order for you to build your own practice. Manifestation, actualization, all of that is ritual and practice. You build off of that. The key foundational element in order to be successful in developing your own ritual and practice as it pertains to actualization and manifestation is language and mindset. Those work in tandem. If your language is off, but your mind is there, the, the blueprint is, is shot to shit. <laughs> the recipe is off. <laughs> the template is off. If your, your mindset is shot to shit, but your language is there, it's off. Those are two key ingredients to creating your reality that must be in sync. There must be synchronicity there. If your language and your mindset are not germane, if they are not in tune, if they have not married themselves together, if they are not in partnership, if they are not in collaboration, it's off. Period. There's no if, ands, a buts. There's no, well, what about? No, it's off. Bookmark that, write that down. Your language and your mindset have to be in tandem. They got to be on the same page. Because you're going to manifest backwards. Sideways, front ways. <laughs> it's it's going to be off. It's not going to work. You're never going to quite get what you want. And I know a lot of people will say, well, you can't always get what you want. Lie. Yes, you can. People out here getting what they want every single day. <laughs> people out here every single day getting what they want. Lie. Yes, you can. Know why they get what they want? Because their language and their mindset is in sync. It's in alignment. That's that's what I learned. That's That's what I realized about myself. Why I will only get a portion of what I desired, what I wanted, what I needed, what I envisaged, what I dreamt, my goals. I only got a portion because my mind was self-limiting and doubtful, but my language was strong because I'm a writer. I could write my reality. I write stories. I do characters. I do character building. I create settings and plots and climaxes. I, I'm a writer. So I can write myself into existence. I can write my reality into existence. But if I just think it's just one of these stories that I be putting out here on these interwebs and not truth for me, my truth, then I'm only going to get a portion because my heart is into the story. But my mind has that mustard seed of doubt. And all it takes is a little grain 
throw you off. Language and mindset have to be in tandem. Doesn't matter how much you play, play with yourself. <laughs> and, you know, all the witchy things you do, the candle work, don't matter. None of that matters. You can do candles and jars and bury things in your backyard and go to the ocean and give offering to the ocean. And that's great. But once you do all that work, if the steps you do after that to meet your present and your future self together, to bridge the gap between the present and the future self, if those things, if those steps are not in alignment, you just out here putting, you know, molasses and flowers and shit <laughs> into the ocean and to the sea and that's it it's just performative and when your work is just performance it doesn't have the sustainability that's necessary for it to grow and evolve so if you want the brick and mortar then say that. Believe that shit. You're going to have a moment where you're going to question if this is the direction that you should be on, and that's okay. We're human beings. That's fine. This is where you show yourself grace. This is where you remind yourself that you can get what you want. This is where you coach yourself through not minimizing the dream. This is where you go back to whatever you wrote, whatever vision boards you have, and you remind yourself what you saw. Because you saw what you saw, you heard what you heard, you felt what you felt. This is where you remind yourself that this dream is, in fact, soon to be reality. You're just doing the necessary steps to meet your future self. You're preparing in the present, you're preparing your, for your future self. To realize these goals, these dreams, this vision. Reassurance is, is necessary. Reassurance is the supplement. Reassurance is the supplement to the ritual and practice of actualization and manifestation, to creating your reality. Reassurance is the supplement. Language and mindset is the foundation. And then everything else is just support and aesthetics. Yeah. My people, my, my divine squad, they wanted me to tell y'all that. That it's not happening for you because you keep minimizing your dream, your vision, and your language and in your mindset. If you want the salon suite because that's what you want, that's different. But if you know truly in your heart, you want, you know, a brick and mortar spa and you want to set up satellites across wherever state, country, land you are, you know that's what you want to do. You want a franchise, then do that. Work towards that. If the salon suite is your gateway, to building a brick and mortar that's different. If you're using the suite 
whatever this this the more minimized version of your goal if you're using that minimized version as a means to build your platform to catapult yourself to the larger vision the larger goal that's different But if you're holding the smaller version of your vision and wait to the actual vision, the actual grand scheme of everything, if you're waiting the two and you're deciding the smaller one is more attainable to you because it's smaller, that's not okay. That's you telling yourself that you don't have the capability to actualize what you saw which is wild right thinking about that for myself how I did that to myself is wild right because why would the divine give you that large vision if you didn't have the capability to make it come to life or the capability to maintain it like why would they give that to you that's the question you should really ask. Why would the divine give you something that you did not have the capacity to maintain? Why would the divine set you up like that? Are you saying that the divine has the ability to set you up to fail? Is that what we're saying? I don't know. That's controversial. You know, whatever your belief is, you know, you... If Jesus is your your deity or whoever your deity is, why would they set you up to fail? That don't click for me. Because if our divine squad and the heavenly, heavenly bodies that surround us always want our highest good, the best for us, even our higher selves, our higher selves wants the best for us, why would collectively they set us up to fail i mean ego has a purpose but when it is unchecked everything feels overwhelming everything feels greater than it needs to feel when it's unchecked but when we check our ego, we parent ourselves and we let ourselves know that we are capable beyond measure of carrying out the vision that was imparted to us. We allow our ego to rest in that assurance. That's the supplement we need. And guide our ego through the journey. Making sure that our ego feels safe re-channeling that confidence into the work that needs to be done to bridge the gap between our present and our future self. That's what they wanted me to tell y'all. That feels good. Definitely ministering to myself as I am ministering to you all. So I'll probably come back to this episode a couple times myself. For reassurance, right? Remember, that's the supplement. That's the vitamin. The vitamin R for reassurance. <laughs> I hope this helps somebody. I hope this sets you on a path to unlearning some things about 
actualization and manifestation and maybe helps you take a step back and reassess the type of language you use and the mindset that you have, the perspectives that you have and see where you can find alignment. See where you are misaligned so you can get back on track, on the right frequency. That's important because your people, your divine squad, they want you to succeed. They want you to be able to show up. They want you to have the confidence to show up. But that can only happen when the language and the mindset are in tandem. So until next time. The Say It With Sex podcast is an audio experience of the Muses Lab and can be found on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Be sure to share this episode and subscribe. For early access and exclusive drops, become a member of the Muses Garden found at www.patreon.com slash themuseslab. Your contribution helps support more exclusive and curated content, as well as the practitioners who help make the Muses Lab ecosystem possible.